You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Well, baby and me went out late Saturday night. I had my hair piled tight and my baby, she looked all right. Hell, pick you up a tin, gotta have you home or two. Your mama don't know what I got from you, but that's alright, cause we're looking as cool as can be. <laughs> we want more. Encore, encore. That, if you were listening to the podcast last week, that was what <laughs> I made him do in front of the Coke Museum for to his the employees birthday. and the Japanese tourists that were standing there. It's pretty good, isn't it, don't you think? I think that was really good. Mm. I think you, I think you should have been a busker. I think you could have made some cash. Well, hey, that's what he got. That's what he played at his audition for Buddy Holly, to play oh. Buddy Holly in the West End in London. So uh, it was awesome. So we got that for free. That was good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey. I'm so excited. What's your plans? What's up, plans? Oh, by the way, both our husbands are here, Van and Sean, in case you're Hello. like... Hello. Boy, something, <laughs> something's happened to their voices. <laughs> we are going to uh, spend Thanksgiving with our family, but we'll be in New York a couple days before. Are you going to see the parade? No, no, we'll be back here before then. Oh, why are you laughing? What? Why I just... La- I don't... Those... Parades. That's funny. What do you mean those we parades? Li- that we parade lived. Awesome. We lived. We lived in New York for uh, goodness knows how many years. Did Without you ever children, get up to see the parade in the morning? No, but we worked in theater, so <gasps> well, it's he different. worked in theater. I was. A I don't think. I don't think the target parade. audience for like the live parade watchers are twenty-seven-year-old <laughs> young married couples. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a family Without dynamic. Kids, yeah. So I think and we have excuses. As cold as anything. So but I, who wants to get up early in the morning and watch it? I get up and balloons. Watch it on TV. I just think there's something sort of funny about going out in the cold to watch like a 50 foot inflatable like angry bird move down the street at like seven miles an hour. Yeah, but you know what? When it hits a tree and gets tangled up, it's awesome. Yeah, but you can catch that on the news. (laughs) What's weird is Vic, obviously, I mean, we all grew up every Thanksgiving morning at 9 a.m. Al Roker or no, what was his name? Willard. Willard Willard Scott. Scott. The guy from NBC mm-hmm. who was like the pre, you don't know him, he's the pre Al Roker guy mm-hmm. on NBC. He still does stuff every once in a while and says, it's mostly like the, turn a thousand. the Smuckers, uh, yeah, exactly. It's a hundred year birthday things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just a function of how you grew up because all I had, the only thing that. You didn't watch it? No, listen, no. Uh, this is what Thanksgiving, my family, <laughs> food, football. The three F's of Thanksgiving, and it's still that way. To That's this day. all that matters. There's no there's no parades. Like it was you basically what you do in the morning. Like every other before day. the football what I do started. In the morning? Well, you slept before you, slept you ate late because everybody you you're getting into your day off your vacation time. But we here's what the the men get up and would rove around basically like looking for half cooked or preparatory food that you can munch on while the you know what I mean like the food is getting prepared. <clears throat> and then you're watching all the pregame stuff, and then it's football time, and then basically we lay around being lazy until somebody says, come eat. Hold on a second. That's like every Saturday and <laughs> Sunday in our house. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> so, like, we live in Thanksgiving land mm-hmm. always. Except for the whole you cooking part while I'm watching football. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you're always, you're hey, always like, thankful. Once a month that happens. <clears throat> I did make my infamous Swedish meatballs, yes. <laughs> he was on me for not making them ever, which for I think seven I years. Yeah. It only took seven years. Did you years. see Van's face when you said... Did you see what his face did when you said your infamous Swedish meatballs? Well, it's just you your eyes. No, it wasn't. It's just that there were a lot of... This is a family podcast, and there were a lot of different ways that could have gone. Uh, That's all I'm thinking. Uh, you have a problem. See how, Vic, how things go really south when you, you add do. testosterone in the mix? Anyway, we're very excited for Thanksgiving. Um, it's really good. And I guess it... Um, 
it sort of brings up Thanksgiving and, you know, what we fight in our family. And it's really easy to give those cute little dogs the extra leftovers and stuff. And I say nothing but the green beans and maybe a little turkey. Lots of people, they feed their dogs too much turkey and then the dogs get pancreatitis and have to go to the veterinarian. And sometimes it's really, really dangerous. So just don't do it. Don't. What about green beans? You can add a few green beans, add a but bit of broccoli. It. What vegetables are not good not for... Not too high fat. There are any vegetables specifically avocado like as bad as garlic good. or yeah, something? Yeah, avocado is not good. Tomato. Avocado, onions. Um, tomato, right? Acid. Well, not tomato not so much, but you find a lot of dogs don't actually like tomato. tomato. My dog will eat lettuce. <laughs> The lettuce is fine. <laughs> lettuce is fine. Broccoli is fine. Beans are fine. Pumpkin is fine. Avocado, no. Why? Good to know. Why? I, well, no, maybe it's curious, part like, of the onion family that can, uh, certainly onions and garlic, sorry. or too much garlic can lead to hemolytic um, anemia. That may be the case, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that onions and avocados are not very closely related in the family tree I of don't, vegetables. Sorry, I don't know what it is, but Just you curious. shouldn't feed avocado. Okay. <laughs> She's not a vegetologist. <laughs> vegetologist. She's Just a dog expert. Words. Back off. Don't okay, feed them anything. Look, high fats. So if you're feeding your dog the roast turkey or the... You know, just just do high have, fats can cause pancreatitis. Do they have a tryptophan really reaction like we do? I was just do? thinking that. I was yes. wondering yeah. if you give your dog too, too much, much turkey, and they just they turn sleepy. into lazy slugs. <laughs> like I think that's like quite us. a myth with regards to turkey that it's just because you eat a lot. It's not exactly the tryptophan that is making you all sleepy. It's the what? fact that you eat a lot. So it's not just the turkey. I don't know, former medical correspondent. Does tryptophan have tryptophan have a sleep? I had heard that that was kind of a potential. I'm just saying, but it's overblown a little bit. It's overblown with the whole idea that it's just turkey. Wow, there is that endo. What is it? Exo and endo, where the blood goes to your brain or the blood goes to your stomach. So either you get sleepy or because you know when you do that, all the blood's rushing your stomach to digest all that food. So that's one of the reasons that you do get sleepy when you eat a lot. But then add in the turkey every lunchtime after. I remember used at drama school, Weber Douglas. Was serious? Did you just? When I started to go, I Welcome remember. Welcome to my world. Sean was like, oh, all the time. Gosh. No, can I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no. every time I say to him, hey, I got to tell you something, and he always goes, what? What? That's terrible. We I'm won the lottery. My story. That's generally, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. How many, we won the lottery. That's four words, right? In in eight years, no, I have a story has ever been followed with four words. It's usually more on the order of four hundred words. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so you have that's we, one we, word. You know, we we did talk about you, Holly, last week on my birthday extravaganza, which, by the way, was phenomenal. It Thank was. you, dear. Um, while we were ziplining, and Sean was overcoming his mortal fear of heights. <laughs> yeah, which I forgot about. And we were all overcoming, you know, a little something. I mean, it was freaky yeah. for any. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan. I don't want to go dangle anywhere off a building so you know <laughs> no spider-man it's are more you. fear no. of falling if you really want to be yeah climbing accurate. up the it's basically a giant telephone pole with a what amounts to steps but they're really just triangular pieces of metal bolted in at <laughs> intervals around a thing in a sort of a spiral manner uh up to the top at a thing and then they sway a lot so we got into discussion with the guy who has like not crazy about the whole being up here 85 feet in the air with a bunch of other fat guys and, every, and everything <laughs> swaying every time somebody jumps off. And they're like, no, no, you want it to sway. The swaying's good. If it didn't sway, it would just snap. Oh. <gasps> and I'm like, thanks. <laughs> We're 10 minutes into this thing. But I needed that. I wasn't even worried about the pole breaking. Now that's back. <laughs> now you got well. more to worry about. But we were talking about... Um, 
uh, sort of explaining this to our wives when we got back and going on trips. And um, a friend of ours who was there said that his, his dad, who traveled a lot for work all his career, told him long ago, um, when I said, hey, did you tell Nicole what you're going to be doing this week? Does she know that you're going to be up here climbing these things and risking your life? <laughs> Is your life insurance up to date? And he's like, you know what? I learned from my dad. Anytime you go away on a trip, you never talk about how great it's going to be before you leave and you never and or what you're doing and you never talk about how great it was when you came back and sean piped up and said he doesn't think there's ever been a time that you didn't get that message holly because (laughs) apparently every time you go on a trip you come back and rave about what a great time you had with the girls in mount rushmore or wherever so much fun being there and not here with you <laughs> but I think that's a good little rule of thumb when okay, you travel that you don't, you know. Then we'll never talk to each other because we right. travel all the that's time. That's true. It'd be like, hey, how was your trip? Good. Exactly. <laughs> Glad you don't you're home. Know. Yep. Safe. Little but I won't tell you about Miss Mississippi or anything like that. Please tell us about Mississippi. <laughs> oh, Mississippi, come This is on. what I love about Holly. Right? And I'm so sorry it's Thanksgiving. We're not talking about dogs yet. Everybody oh. who's turned up, if you don't, we will get talking about dogs. But we if talked we, about dogs and tryptophan and yeah, we did. avocados. Briefly. Holly, what? I just right? love your life. Because I know, right? you go from reporting about child molesters and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> to judging Miss Mississippi. Right, which is, um, there was one case, which that was very close. Um, I went to Tunica, Miss, yeah, it'll make sense in a second, okay. because I'm about to launch into a 400-world explanation of that. Sean's um, rubbing his eyes. Right. <laughs> uh, Miss Mississippi in Tunica, uh, Mississippi, lovely place. Um, we were at Harris Casino, and uh, gained about five pounds eating at Paula Dean's restaurant every every hour, basically. So you see all these girls, and they walk through, you know, all the contestants have to go eat, and you see them going, does anybody want to split that chicken finger? And then six girls go, I will, and that's their lunch. Um, but it was great. They're really nice. There was Miss Teen Mississippi and Miss Mississippi USA, and it's a wonderful – I mean, I just love the people, the organization. It's so much fun. But the best part of that is that you get to do two-minute interviews with each of the girls, and uh, some of them are fascinating. Like the one girl – who, bless her heart, said, uh, you know, when you know that there's really not a chance that they're going to anywhere place, you know, like, okay, this is maybe not for you. So I would say to her, so um, it says here on your bio um, that you want to be a pediatric nurse. I said, wow, that's great. I said, she said, yeah. I said, well, that's very specific, pediatric nurse. Instead of just, I would like to be a registered nurse, is there a reason that you picked peds? And she said, yeah, I like to cut small children. And what? I, that's what I said. My reaction exactly. I go, what? And she says, Was this on the air? Was this being recorded? Oh, no. I wish it was. <laughs> and she looked at me dead in the eye and she goes, I like to cut open small children. And I had, have you done she, this So before? she repeated it. Yeah, yes. And I said, have you cut open small children before? And she goes, no, no, no. But uh, basically, I would have no problem doing it at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All I could hear in my head was, wee, wee, wee. And hear the nut, like psycho music came in my head. She was dead serious. Right? Wow. Did you dig deep? Did you, did, was no. there any kind of. Oh, heck no. Ex, like, no, I Are you kidding? There's no barrier between you and these people. Right. She's sitting point. on a, like a three inch <laughs> desk across from me. I'm like, oh. So then I said to her, so what do you think of this weather? Blink. Blink. Like, <laughs> the I, could, weather? I mean, yeah, because I wasn't oh. going anywhere else. I thought you meant she couldn't girl. answer that. She no, could no, only no. talk we, about. That's all we wanted to talk about with wow. her. Wow. And there was a girl who was very nice and she <laughs> said to me, I said, well, you're not doing pageants and going to school. What do you like to do? She goes, Looks at me dead in the eye and she says, I like to be alone. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> but I said to her, I said, oh, well, that's nice. You like to have, you know, quiet time, you know, a little independent. She goes, no, I like to be alone all the time. I don't like people. 
<laughs> I don't think to myself, are you looking around you? You're right, with so 60 girls close. This is Miss Mississippi. This is Miss Mississippi. So this is like Mississippi girls. Like the quarterfinals, say, of Miss USA. No, this is every... Oh, this no, is just the, whoever's going to... Of like whoever we're going to watch with yes, Donald yes, Trump yes, on yes, wherever. Yes, yes. Um, exactly. So, I mean, they're great. Like this one girl says to me, you know, when we were... Um, we were talking and she says, I said to her, you know, tell me about yourself. You know, just what are you going to tell me? And she says, I'm strange. <laughs> and I said, you're strange? And she's like, yeah, I'm very different. I'm strange. I'm odd. I don't fit in anywhere. And I was like, well, okay then. Although for that, though, I, I get the whole idea about you probably sh- shouldn't say that in an interview because you're interviewing for... <laughs> but it, but at least like I gotta give pro- because that's not like, someone that considers themselves sort of antisocial or if they feel like they're a little weird or they don't have a great self image. I think it's cool if you step out right and you kind of take the you know to go be in a to go participate in a pageant. Well, and I will tell you, she was a really pretty girl. Um, she was kind of goth though. I mean, she had the heavy eyeliner and the red, which was made her stand out. This is the loner. No, this is the strange. This girl said, I'm strange. Um, she, um, and I'll, I'll, I'm not going to lie to you. She almost made our top 15 or top, yeah, top 12 because, um, she was really pretty and she just, she needed a little bit more polishing and it's okay that she was a little odd. At least she wasn't going to cut up small children. So, um, you know, but I have to tell you that our winner, um, our Miss Teen winner was just adorable, this beautiful blonde girl. But our winner for Miss Mississippi, her name is Paramita Mitra. So when you watch it... Paramitra? Paramita Mitra. She's from Sorry, Bangladesh. that sounds like some sort of uterine infection that <laughs> cats get. Oh, come on. No, it does. Paramitra. <laughs> cats and dogs get it. endometriosis. Oh. No, Paramitra is, it a u- is, is not is a, the an infection <laughs> of the uterus. This is a dog podcast, so it's okay to say that. <laughs> okay. No, but I have to tell you, so this is why for me I love first of all she's absolutely stunning she her family's bank she's from Bangladesh beautiful girl she's little but man this girl just holds her own on stage she's not very tall you know because you want to you know make sure all these women are very tall and thin. she is stunning but this is why I loved her so we sit down and I said to her so what are you studying she goes rocket science I said, excuse me, she's actually studying. She's going to be, she was a biochemical engineer. Wow. And she was, and actually has an internship lined up at NASA. Is and she, she like really is going to be a rocket scientist. Mississippi wow. State or somewhere in college? Uh, no, I can't I remember. I mean, how do you was. end up, how do you go, how do you end up in Mississippi from Bangladesh? No, well, she lives in Mississippi. Her family immigrated from Miss, from Bangladesh to Mississippi. How did that happen? Though? I have no idea. It's just an odd... You know, you know we only had two minutes. I love Mississippi, I was, but... I know, right? I only had two minutes with her, <laughs> so I didn't get into that. But this girl is not only stunning, but I wanted her on that stage because she is a freaking rocket scientist. <laughs> did she well, win? not quite, but... She won Miss Mississippi, so she's way. going to... So when you watch Miss USA, look at Miss Mississippi and know I that will. this girl is not only gorgeous... But she is smart and she knows. And that's why I wanted her to win personally because I wanted young girls to know you don't, you could have the brains and the beauty. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be separated. Now, there were some girls where I was like, I'm so glad she's pretty. Because, <laughs> but anyway, so I there you go. I personally think the first question of any interviews in the Miss Mississippi pageant should be spell Mississippi. <laughs> you, just want to, you just want to hear him say IPPI. IPPI. Okay. How old are you? I taught my eight-year-old daughter that, and they'd never heard that. They're in third grade at school, and they're working on states and capitals and abbreviations and everything. You're talking about M I crooked letter, crooked letter I crooked letter, No, I'm saying M I S S. What do you mean? Crooked letter. Crooked letter. M I crooked letter, crooked letter I crooked letter, crooked letter I humpback humpback I. 
What where did you go to school? Yeah, what is you? that? What do you mean, where did I go to school? Did they teach you that at school, or was that what you all did on the playground? No, no, that was part of the... Well, you know, it's like... Like a teacher new, told like you that? Mnemonic devices and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, to, to remember how to spell things. Yeah. Wow. Well, the cl- we just learned it, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I, and we always love to, like, tell somebody, convince someone else to say it, because then they say, I pee-pee. Well, not all of us... And it was always great on the playground to make somebody say, I pee-pee. Not all of us could afford to go to prep school vans. That was public Some school. Some of us were in public school. Uh, uh, that was public school. <laughs> so, um, it was James L. Riley, but it's now been, uh, it's defunct. The school I went to yeah, in first right. and second grade does not exist look anymore. At the students that it turned Can out. I say something, though? Because yeah. this is the greatest thing about, normally the whole pageant experience is good for me just because of the stories, you know, you get to hear the stories. So, I'm, on Saturday night, Holly's gone and I'm watching the Alabama LSU football game. And my phone rings and I figured she had a break. I answered the phone and she goes, what's the score? And I was like, I told her. And I said, it's a pretty close game, though. You know, it's a good game. And she goes, hang on a second. And I hear someone say, hello, and it's a man's voice. And I'm like, hello? And he says, hello, it's Herschel. Now, for those of you unindoctrinated, <laughs> Herschel, I'm from Georgia. We live in Georgia. Herschel Walker is the greatest player that's ever played at the University wow. of Georgia. He is a Heisman Trophy winner. He played in the NFL. Um, he's probably the most popular Georgian. Like, if you think about people from Georgia, like, everyone... I mean, he's an, he's iconic when it comes to the whole thing, football, you know, in Georgia. And me being a huge Georgia fan, I mean, I literally... As you can imagine, I guess we're fortunate we're around a lot of people that are have notoriety or are involved in media or entertainment, and usually that stuff affects me none, but my temperature went up about 15 degrees. <laughs> so wait, you thought that Herschel Walker was one of the judges on the Mississippi? He is. He, was. Mississippi. he was my partner judge. It was yes. Herschel Walker. Oh, you already knew that he was going to be there? I did not. She, okay. I mean, she had said he. We, they thought he was stuck in New York. He was stuck Sandy. in New York, but Donald Trump lent him his helicopter to get out. So oh, he you make kidding? Nope. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm. This is just. I'm completely caught off guard. Like Herschel Walker, who, again, just given the the given the his status and my background, and all of a sudden I'm on the phone with him. And he just asked me. I didn't me even about- think about it because he was telling me the details of it. And I was like, I can't translate it. I'm like, here, you talk to him. And then all I realized, I think Sean's plot sing over there. Yeah. So, like, um, all of a sudden <laughs> he's asking me about, because they're judging and he has access to no information. So he's asking me about what's going on with the Alabama this LSU weekend. football game. Uh, I will tell you, though. So, I, <laughs> coming awesome. from Northwestern, where our football team, although we are seven and three now, um, our football team is generally known to play in the toilet bowl every year. You know, it doesn't mean much to me, but I will tell you as a human being, he is, as he is as iconic in the sports world to Georgians, he is as wonderful a human being. He is probably one of the kindest, most generous people. I felt badly for him. He couldn't walk five feet without someone saying, can I have a picture with you? Can I, can I, and he, he accommodated everybody with a smile and gave him time. And I thought, you know, you could just walk by and say, I don't have time, but he stopped at every single, and he's just, I adore him as a person. I don't know about all the other stuff. I mean, I know, but I don't care. So speaking of the fact that you are very thankful for your wife, right, for that whole thing, um, it is Thanksgiving week, so I think it's only appropriate that we say what we're thankful for. Besides, you know, Sean, you're thankful for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am very thankful for my Atlanta Falcons and Doing the really wonderful well. season they're having this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people say that the only reason why they're having a good season is they're playing soft teams. You know what? Oh, look at her. Just squashing I'm your... just saying that's what I They're heard. your team too, Victoria. Yeah, I don't even like I don't even, I don't even like you right now. <laughs> I'm not thankful for Victoria. <laughs> um, no, but I mean I'm I think I'm th- I mean I'm thankful that I have 
you know, we we all have work and jobs we can do and a place to live, and I'm thankful for my beautiful wife and her. We're going to play this at your 25th uh, anniversary. <laughs> Awesomeness. No, I am thankful. I think I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful that we get to wake up every day and do stuff we love to do. Yeah. Oh, Van. I share th- Sean's um, thanks for an Atlanta sports franchise that has its head out of its collective butt for a moment. Gonna, I thought you were going <laughs> to. Because that's thought, rare these days. I thought you were going to be thankful, for, agree with Sean, for thankful for me, but that's okay. I'm so thankful for Holly <laughs> Furfer and all she brings to the world and our lives in particular. Uh, <laughs> I am thankful for a beautiful family, a stunning, talented and devoted uh, wife <laughs> who is tremendous. And I'm thankful for the movement that is happening in the animal behavior world. And I'm thankful that there is momentum that is being built uh, all across the uh, globe, really, for a move towards common sense, really. Because that's really all it, when, yeah. you, when you boil it down, that that's what it is. And that's important. Yeah. That's, um, you know... We started it decades ago with how we treat and view our relationships with our kids, and the next logical step is with our pets, and it's moving, and it's sometimes it's a slog, and it's a battle, and it's uphill. You know, it's a combination of dealing with awareness um, of well-intentioned people and also um, hubris of maybe not so well-intentioned people um, or more egotistical people. So thankful that that's happening, and mostly I am thankful for my beautiful daughter that is a happy, healthy, smart, sweet, and loving little thing. And health generally all around. I think you always have to start with health. And that's where I'll finish. I like that. (laughs) Well, how about your beautiful, stunning daughter, Alex? What are you thankful for, Alex? I'm thankful for my family, my dogs, and everything in the world. Oh, that's (laughs) really great. Nice, Alex. There you go. I love that. What are you thankful for, Holly? I, I'm thankful for my amazing family. I just, I, I am the luckiest <coughs> woman on this planet because I have the most incredible husband and I have the most incredible child ever. I'm thankful for my beautiful dogs. I'm thankful for my family everywhere around the world. I'm thankful for my friends. I love you guys, Holly and Sean. Um, and I thank God for all of the joy that animals bring to my life. I love my fans. I have to say, I just, you know, I go on Facebook and uh, post comments on there and I get these great replies and these dedicated, passionate people. Thank you for being so wonderful and for all the things you do for animals in your lives. What about you, Holly? Um, I, oh gosh, you guys pretty much summed it up. My family which includes my dogs. There's much of my family, you know, um, for my health and for my family's health, because I know how precious that can be. And, you know, I, I'm, and, and as Sean said, for, you know, being able to have a job and, you know, live comfortably. And I think I just, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful for good people. And when I say good people, not, you know, no matter in the dog world or in the human world, just people who have good hearts, good intentions, and have really, can see beyond, 
you know, some of the crap that we deal with and just great humanity. And so for those who have goodness in their hearts, I'm thankful for that because I think that, you know, that makes us who we are and that makes me happy. So, you know, and I'm also, I'm also thankful that Northwestern might go to a bowl game this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I do want to say though, especially since we're now a couple weeks removed from a, uh, from an election that was very, uh, polarizing. I, I mean, I don't want to say, yeah, polarizing, not divisive, but you know, people have opinions, but to touch on something Victoria said about fan, the fans and the people that listen and participate, the, it, people that have some sort of platform, whether it's, you know, you Victoria through television show or this podcast or Holly with CNN or whatever, I think those people can help to facilitate change and to encourage change and to provide information. But change happens, always happens at the most, at the most baseline level. It's people that are out every day. They're not people that are on TV and they're not people that are, I mean, it's people that you can talk to a friend and say, you know, don't hit your dog. Or you shouldn't be using that kind of collar. Or this is the kind of trainer you should take them to. Or, hey, why don't you go check out um, Positively.com and look at the trainers there if you're looking for someone to go see with. So I think it's – you don't want to ever marginalize. I mean, it's like in the election, it's the voters. It's the people that run around every day that are working yeah. in coal mines and retail stores. And, you know, those are really the people that make stuff happen. Like, you know, I think – those of us that have a voice, it's nice to say, but the, the individuals are the one that are out doing the work. Absolutely. Very well said. And also, we thank your podcast listeners yes. for actually putting up with all of the crap that we come <laughs> out with. We thank you, you for still being there. If you are still there. Hello. That was one of the there? most earnest discussions that the sure. four of us, when, you know, <laughs> the, the few times that the, two, <laughs> that the testosterone has descended into the studio. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of estrogen here now. I like it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go back to our um, talk about polarity and all of that stuff. Did I just make up that word? Word? No, no polarity is a word. Polarity. Okay, good. I don't just know if you it. used it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a but, um, it is a word. So um, I have a quiz. It's time. You know, usually Victoria quizzes me, and so now I'm gonna quiz all of you. So this is where we're gonna separate the men from the women. Let's jump right into the let's embarrass and humiliate Holly segment. Open your notebook, sharpen your pencil, and get ready. You're about to attend Victoria's Animal Academy. Okay, then. Here we go. We're going to start with the easy questions first. So this is Holly's Animal Academy. Oh, yes. Not Victoria's Holly <laughs> Animal no, Academy. No, her own back. Fair enough. I know. Okay, so I'm going to start easy, so don't, don't think this is going to be a cakewalk. I'm just saying. <laughs> This one everybody should know. What dog is said to yodel and not bark? Senji. Nicely done. We do that all at the I same so, time. I listen not to your the pod- husband. I listen to the podcasts. Yes. Just checking. Known as was, the barkless. You know what? It was too easy. I didn't. I didn't even want to answer that one. Right. Okay. Uh, known as the barkless dog, the Senji makes a yodeling noise instead. It also cleans itself like, like a cat. A cat. <laughs> that I did and not know. lacks the typical doggy odor. See, you learn something And if you want to have a good time, just go to YouTube and type in the word Basenji, and there's reams of good stuff on there you can see <laughs> with those things. Here's the thing, though. I just have to make a little comment here. It cleans itself like a cat, but really a cat's not clean. It's just covered in cat spit. So really, it's just <laughs> gross. Think about it, right? Okay. Next question. The Sharpay and the Chow Chow are the only two dogs that share this characteristic. Black tongue. No, that's Chow's. Oh, did you say chows? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that. <laughs> the wow. Sharpay, like the Chow Chow, has a blue black tongue. But I, oh, okay. Yeah. But spits. Don't some spits breeds have 
<laughs> I'm sure they do because you know what? We had a border collie who had a black tongue, black spotted yeah. tongue. So this may be entirely incorrect. I don't know. Victoria, can you acknowledge my correctness? What? With that question, please. <laughs> Victoria's having an off day. <laughs> She's thinking about I just want you to say, Sean, you were right. All right, here's another Sean gimme. Here. Ready? <laughs> here's another gimme. What is, and I know Vic's going to know this right away, so let's let the boys answer this. Okay. Let's make them feel good. What is the tallest dog breed? Um, I'm going to go with an Irish wolfhound. Just to be contrarian, I'll say Scottish deerhound. Vic? It's it's, it's the Irish wolfhound. Yes, it is. Okay. Males can reach between 30 and 34 inches. Standing on its hind legs, a wolfhound can stretch to seven feet tall. Does anybody else think it's funny that the tallest anything is Irish? Yes, that's, that is the Okay, here's now we're getting into the deeper, more difficult categories. Which famous person was the first to introduce Akitas to the U.S.? Oh, it's a no tr- idea. Akita. It's got to be a while back, like several yes. decades back yes. at least, probably maybe a hundred years or so. Good thinking. Maybe there weren't, there was not like Paris Hilton's back then in terms of fame. So it's like presidents. <laughs> Are you going to give us a dissertation? Or WC I'm going to go with Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, that would be a good answer, but that's wrong. Van? Is it a president? No. An actor? No. WC well, Fields? No. Writer? A woman. Thank you very much. Marie Curie. In 1937. Amelia Earhart. No. You're never going to get this. I told you it's getting tough. She put, them on Famous a plane. Woman. she put them on a plane and brought them over. Amelia Earhart. <laughs> I love you. If she did that, they never would have gotten uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> In 1937. Oh, that was mean. Deaf and blind author and lecturer Helen Keller became enchanted with Akitas on a visit wow. to Japan and was presented with one as a gift. She then wrote, If I cried from loneliness for my beloved teacher... Who was? Pitbull. Her teacher? Yes. The Alex. Who was Ann, uh, uh, Helen Keller's teacher? I gave that away. Um, Annie Sullivan. Yes. Wow. Look at that. None of us knew. Smart, Smart girl. girl. My daughter. Well he would put his big paw on my knee and press his cold nose against my cheek and lick away the tears. Oh, yes. nice. very Didn't nice. she have a pit bull too? New yes, she, she a big did. Pit bull fan? She did. Well, most everybody around that time had pit bulls when they were young. They were mm-hmm. nanny dogs, right? Mm-hmm. They okay. They How many pet dogs were there in the U.S. in 2009? Now, you can give me estimates or I can give you a 76 million? 72 million. No, 76. Let's, let's it was 76 million. It's 77.5 million. That was wow. gone. No, now 78.2 no, million. Off by 500,000. Right. Well, that was, yeah. According to the American Pet Products Association, there was about 77.5 million dogs in the U.S. in 2009. 39% of all U.S. households had at least one dog. We love the American Pet Products Association. You know why? Why? Pets add life. I there know. You Thank you, indeed. And they, yeah, and they, they know that they add life because there's 70, in 2009, <laughs> there were 77.5 million of them, yeah. They keep adding more lives. I know. They're a great group, don't, aren't they? Yes. Okay. In 2009, what was the most popular dog name in the U.S.? Sadie. Rex. Spot. Grayson. Horace. Horace. I'm going to give you four choices now that you've done with your... <laughs> George. <laughs> Buster, Max, Bella, or Lucy? I'm going to go with Bella. Buster, Buster. Max, Bella, and Lucy. Max, I'm going to go with. Those are all so great. Van, are you okay choices. down there? What are you doing? What do you think, Alex? Um, Buster, Max, Bella, or Lucy? Most popular dog name in 2009. Hmm. Mm, she's like, I know Lucy. About- oh, okay. Actually, Bella. 
For the first time in seven years, <laughs> Max was dethroned as the most popular name, possibly because of Twilight. Now, remember, that was 2009. Is Max a character in Twilight? My daughter's eight, so I don't need to know about Twilight yet. No, we don't. Let's not. We don't want to know about Twilight yet. It's <laughs> um, about vampires, hate vampires. Is it, is it Twilight about she vampires? She doesn't like, she has no thanks in her heart for, for vampires <laughs> or clowns. Did, oh, I don't like clowns either. Oh. Hate clowns. You mean real vampires or <laughs> ones, or ones in literature? Uh, did you have a bad run in with a vampire? No, I just don't like it. I don't like their hush with the teeth. It just frightens me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, Alex. Alex would like to say something about the vampires. Do you like the vampire cookies that Mimi made? Yes, I do. They're, they're pretty cool. They're, uh, yes, her grandmother made vampire cookies, which are awesome. They're like there the sandwich go. cookie, and the uh, teeth are little those. mini marshmallows, and they have gum, bloody gums, and some kind of... Something. What are the fangs teeth. made of, Alex? I think... Candy corns or something? Yeah. No, 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 I know what it is. Pine nuts. There you go, pine oh. nuts. Yep. Pine nuts those on your, your chocolate chip cookies. Okay, here's another question. The burly breed of dog is... A, this burly breed of dog is of German descent. Its breed can be traced back to the mid to late 15th century mm. as feet warmers and hunting dogs. Now, I can give you choices if you would like. The Afghan hound, the Akbash dog, the Airedale, Airedale terrier... Or the often pincher. Airedale Terrier. I have no idea. I don't know what the I second thing is. I thought it sounds like a bad word. No, maybe the often pincher. No, the third. Ak- Akbar? What is it? Because terriers, those aren't burly dogs. Alex has a, has a guess. Wait, what was one of the... <laughs> the <laughs> Afghan hound, the Akbash dog? Afghan hound. Okay, Sean, did you... I'm going to go with the cardigan sweater. Hmm. <laughs> Vic is right. It's the often pincher. Thank it's, you so much. It is nicknamed the monkey terrier. They have a very bouncy personality and need lots of space to run in case you're thinking of getting one and you live up north. Good thing See, I would not class the Afghan hound as insulting. a burly dog. I know. Where, monkey pincher? Where, now, keep this as a family podcast. Yep. Where is a dog's withers? Is it, <laughs> see what I'm saying? Is it between its shoulders, on its legs, on its tail, or across its tummy? Read them again. <laughs> Did I lose on everybody? Its... Where is a dog's withers between its shoulders, on its legs, on its tail, or across its tummy? If this was Jeopardy. That? I couldn't do twice. Yes. Oh, I think about between it. its shoulders. Yes. Go withers. You what better if know I that. didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that would be bad. What is it? It would be what very is, bad. I don't even We'd know what it is. We have to edit this withers. thing. Withers. Yeah, it is. It's between is it? the shoulders. Oh, okay. It's like exactly the same on a, on a horse. Oh, like that. Area. Is it just the fur between the shoulders? No, it's the part of the, oh, the, part of the body. part of the body that's no. between oh, exactly. the shoulders. Oh, it's it threw me off because it sounded like whiskers. And I was thinking of something that protruded <laughs> love, from the body. Ex- I love Bill Withers. Do not <laughs> he was a very good he musician. He wrote good songs. Yeah. In January 2010, the world's oldest dog died. Otto was a Dachshund Terrier cross from England. How old was he? Was he 20 years, 11 months, 16 years, 11 months, 28 years, 11 months, or 19 years, 11 months? I think he was months? 28 20 years. Really? I'm going to go with 20 years old. 20 Because I, I knew a dog in England that was 25. But did he die? What do you think, Alex? 20 years. Alex is correct. Your daughter is so smart. 20 years, 11 months. But that just be the oldest dog. Currently. 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 Not of all time. I see. Okay. Sorry, that was my bad. I wasn't very... Well done, Alex. 25. Okay. That's really old. Here's 25. an easy one. So you may, Vic, have to let the boys answer this one. What from a dog can be used to uniquely identify it in the way fingerprints can be used to identify humans? Oh, gosh, this is so easy. Anyone? Microchip? 
<laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I, I, it's it certainly is it a pop like, is it a pop print? I feel no, I, I don't think so. Let it's, them work it's it out. Not a pop print. I think, I think it's. I don't, it's not like an equivalent of a fingerprint. I think it's something else that's less. Oh come on! Physical. All right, go ahead, Alex. What is it? Nose. That is correct. Oh, it's nose Sam. print. It's as unique. Somebody told her that as Sam. a fingerprint. Can't All right, this is a that. gimme just because um, I feel badly that you guys are not doing so well. Labradors. <laughs> How about this? George Lucas' pet Alaskan Malamute inspired the creation of oh, which character? Oh, yes. What is that? Nobody listening. Was that Chewbacca singing? Nobody's listening. I love it. All right, one last question. <laughs> That's an issue you need to clear up with your doctor. What are Belton... <laughs> Sad Chewbacca. What Sorry. What are Belton, Merle, Roan, Wheaton, and Domino? Don't answer, Vic. This is for the guys. And it's not Belton, the Lost Osmond Mer- brothers. It sounds like the names of all my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is it? So, tell me again. What are Belton, Merle, Roan, Wheaton, and Domino? They're all. T- are they terriers? Nope. There's a that's Wheaton what I was terrier. Say. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Alex wants again. Alex has been been fed She's information. I have not again. said nothing. Have you not? She okay. hasn't. No. Um, you know, this is just a random guess. I'm okay. just going to go with Alaskan Huskies. Ooh, but that would be a good guess, but that's not the case. It's actually not a breed of dog. It's coat color. Yes, dog colors. Oh, oh. gosh, thank goodness I got that right. Yeah, honey, this is, this is a little stressful for you, isn't it? It's a little stressful. Like, My if you don't, you know, you're... Maybe it'll be revealed. Be a little more gonna... empathetic next time you're the one asking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have empathy. Well, the bottom line is that the boy is not so smart. That's you know why? Because I'm hearts. about to pass out from hunger. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Pizzas right. are on their okay, way, so right? You gonna... want to ask me about qu- total quarterback rating this year. Oh, let's not. Let's not. Okay. We're not even going to go there. But we do have a treat for you yes. as we leave this podcast today. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. My daughter is going to sing you a song, and I have to say it's a very impressive song. Yep. And um, what is the song, Alex? It's called 50 Nifty United States. All right. So as we celebrate Thanksgiving across these United States, we appreciate you for doing this, Alex. Happy Thanksgiving Happy to Thanksgiving. everybody, to your friends, your family. Have a wonderful holiday and uh, be safe and be happy. Okay. Here it goes. Fifty nifty United States from thirteen original colonies. Fifty nifty stars in the flag that billow so beautifully in the breeze. Each individual state contributes a quality that is great. Each individual state deserves a bow. We salute them now. Fifty nifty United States from thirteen original colonies. Shout em, scout em, tell all about em. One by one, to have given a day to every state in the USA. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia. Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, 
New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming, North, South, East, West, and our calm, objective opinion. Georgia is the best of the 50 nifty United States from 13 original colonies. Shout em, scout em, tell all about em. One by one, two have given a day to every state in the good old U.S.A. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Victoria Stillwell's Positively Podcast. For more information, visit Positively.com. Get connected on Facebook as Victoria Stillwell or follow her on Twitter at It's Me or the Dog. This Positively Podcast has been brought to you by Pets Ad Life, who encourage you to get a pal for your pet. Visit PetsAdLife.org or the Pets Ad Life Facebook page to learn more. Be sure to tune in next time as Victoria helps to change dogs' lives positively. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.